Welcome to Exploring Narcissism podcast, formerly the empath and the narcissist. This new name signifies to me a new beginning, a new chapter, a redirection onto bigger and better things. I hope to be able to inspire you to change your life and seek positive change if you wish to do so. If you don't know me, my name's Hadil, and a quick disclaimer, everything I share on this podcast is derived from my own personal experience, knowledge, and research. I'm not yet a qualified therapist, although I am training towards that goal. The purpose of this podcast is to raise awareness on the nature and challenges of being in narcissistic relationships, to help you to reflect and ask yourself some poignant questions. It's to help you gain some clarity and hopefully help you make decisions that support you. With that being said, today's topic is reactive abuse, what you need to know. Let's start by defining what reactive abuse means. It simply describes a situation in which one person, the victim, reacts to another person's, the narcissist's, abusive behavior with disproportionately explosive, aggressive, or even abusive behavior of their own. There's a lot of complexity and nuance to the reaction. What reactive abuse may look like is, say someone pokes you, you ask them to stop. They poke you again, you ask them to stop. They poke you again, then suddenly you explode with rage. You may scream at the top of your head. You may start crying uncontrollably. You may even lash out at them or verbally or physically attack them or throw a vase against the wall, or even resort to some form of self-harm. In response to your reaction, the narcissist, aka the poker, very calmly says to you, whoa, what's wrong with you? You're clearly unhinged. They might tell you that you're aggressive, or hostile, or that there's something wrong with you. You then find yourself feeling confused and questioning why the strong reaction to something so trivial. Surely, what? why did I do that? I never used to do that. That's not like me at all. You then probably experience feelings of guilt and shame. You feel bad about yourself and you may, you may be already struggling with self-confidence and insecurity. This sort of incident chips away at you and the more incidents of this nature take place, the more each one of them chips away at you. Your reactions may become worse over time and you may struggle to remain in control of your reactions. You start to convince yourself that you're the problem. So what you need to know, number one, The narcissist sets you up for reactive abuse. So they set the bait and wait for you to take it. They know exactly what they're doing. They know your trigger points, your weak spots, your buttons. They know what your vulnerabilities and your pain points are. What they do 
is that they push those buttons. They verbally poke you. They deliberately provoke you. They repeatedly antagonize you. They use inflammatory language. They gaslight you. They belittle you. They make little personal digs, underhanded comments, criticize your behavior or decisions. They vilify your character. They corner you. They do this passive aggressively. They do this until they push you to your breaking point. They get the exact reaction they wanted all along from you. Your explosive outburst, uncontrollable crying, or some sort of breakdown. Then they hone in to your reactions and treat you with apparent contempt. They may have a look of disgust on their face or make it clear they're quite disappointed in you. They make you feel inept and worthless. What you need to know, number two, this is a manipulation strategy. They gain the upper hand. They gain narcissistic supply. They gain power in controlling the narrative. Narrative being making you appear unstable and that paves the way for them to paint you as the abuser and them as the victim. This is key. The roles switch from them being the aggressor to becoming a victim and you turn from a victim to the aggressor. If your reaction is witnessed by others, it supports the narcissist's agenda of smear campaign against you. They may be building a portfolio of evidence against you unbeknown to you and will go on to use it when they deem it necessary to achieve whatever it is they're looking to achieve. And what you need to know, point three, is what that indicates. So even though being in this situation is awful, it's really important to recognize that your reaction is an indication to you that you don't feel safe and you don't accept, normalize or justify the narcissist's behavior. It's really important to recognize that. It would be more concerning if you did rationalize or justify their appalling behavior. If you're listening to this and think and feel that this doesn't describe your relationship, well, maybe this dynamic doesn't exist in your relationship yet. Or maybe it does, but not to that extreme. However, if you do identify with this type of dynamic, then these are 10 key ways to support yourself. Number one, identify your triggers. Write them down, journal on them, or make a note of past reactions and reflect on what caused that reaction in that moment. You may start to notice a pattern emerging. You can then highlight your triggers in those situations. Some you may already know, but some might come as a surprise to you. Number two, Identify their game-playing and manipulation tactics. 
It is a game to them, the game of control, dominance and power, and this energizes them. They regulate their emotions through your reactions, especially when your reactions are quite intense. When you reflect back to them what they've done and how it made you feel, they respond by downplaying their behavior. They gaslight you by denying your emotions and insist persist with that behavior with complete disregard for your emotions and boundaries. Three, do everything in your power to not react. And that ties in a little bit to point two. When you do that, you can reclaim your sense of power. It will shift the power dynamic for sure. You will get pushback from them. They may change their tactic. And it's really important for you to recognize this because that will let you know that what you're doing is working. So hold on to that. Maintain your control of your reactions in order to control the narrative of the situation. You will no longer play into their game. Number four, accept that the narcissist will not change and you will not be able to reason with them. These are two very important points. Trying to talk sense to them is honestly, a waste of your time and energy. They're not interested. They will continue to play mind games. They will deflect, twist things around, point the finger at you. They will not own up to anything or take accountability. Narcissists are predictable in that way. Number five, Firmly remind yourself that you are not the abuser or the aggressor and that context matters. This is important because you will likely feel guilt, shame and blame yourself. Please know that your reaction is normal under the circumstance. No one else knows the full context They're not aware of your history. They don't know what goes on behind closed doors. I know as much as you know what led you to react in this way. At least I hope you see it now. This is a trauma response to an ongoing emotional and psychological abusive behavior by the narcissist in your life. It's on them, not you. Number six, if you can go absolutely no contact with them as well as their friends and family. If you're connected to even one person who is connected to the narcissist and there's a chance that they are passing information from you to them or them to you, that can still make the situation triggering for you and slows down your healing process. Number seven, document everything and collate evidence. You never know if and when you'll need it. I highly recommend that you document every incident, no matter how trivial it may seem at the time, with dates and times and witnesses or physical evidence, such as messages or emails. You may need that if there is a smear campaign against you or if you end up seeking legal advice 
or reporting the narcissist to the police. Number eight, make your safety and well-being your number one priority. Give yourself permission to do so. And if there are children involved, their safety and well-being is equally important. Being around an abusive person and being subjected to their torment and ongoing abusive behavior can only intensify your trauma response. The longer you are with an abusive person, the easier it becomes for them to trigger you, thus perpetuating the cycle of reactive abuse, causing you more trauma and deepening wounds. Number nine, adopt healthy habits, routines and make healthy choices. This one might be tough because abusive relationships foster environments that are extremely unhealthy, intensely stressful. You're in a permanent state of fight or flight. You may be feeling extremely anxious. You're exhausted, struggling to have a good night's sleep and more. If there is anything you can do, even if it's one thing or one thing at a time that you can change, then make a commitment to that change. An ideal situation would be to remove yourself completely from the abusive situation and cut ties with anyone toxic and on balance, surround yourself with healthy, positive people. And finally, number 10, seek therapy if you can. Seek support from friends and family. There's so much power for you in seeking support and talking. Tell someone that you trust who makes you feel safe about what's going on for you. Talk to someone who is good at listening, who can validate your emotions and can support you however you need to be supported. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode has given you some value and has inspired you in some way. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider rating 5 star on Spotify or leaving me a positive review. I sincerely appreciate you. And thank you so much for everyone who's already rated my podcast. It means the world to me. If you would like to connect with me, you may email me at inquire at whisperedmind.com or DM me through Instagram or Facebook. You are welcome to join my private Facebook community, Exploring Narcissism. This community is there to support, uplift and empower people like you to live their best lives. Wishing you love and peace, my friends.